0: Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Showska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Oh my goodness, it's noon on Thursday, December 9th. And this is news that you can use from YAA with your dear friends, Zach and Ray. Because, you know, there's nothing better in life than having a couple dear friends that show up on your YouTube channel and and Facebook and LinkedIn and Stitch and Sketchers and Twitter and wherever we... All right, all there, right. There's nothing better than having a couple friends at noon.
1: Uh, Joe, thanks for being here. Justice, thanks for being here. Jordan, Jeannie, really appreciate it. Valedo is in the
0: house. Valedo, Pop- Valedo.
1: Valedo, excuse yeah. me. Uh, Vincent's here with us as well. All right, let's kick things off. Let's jump straight into it because we got a lot of topics to cover today. Leon's here with us. MPEG's here as well. Mpeg saying, I think used car prices are going to slowly start to decline over the next six months before they really start to bottom out. Let's jump into used car prices. Dad, we've got the latest the greatest Hogtown bikers here too. Data back on joinyaa.com You heard of that website, Dad?
0: Um, you know, I I think my face appears on it. So anything that my face is on, I know about. All
1: right. So here if you come to the website, you want to check this out, just click on resources, then click on blog. So
0: there was a fat balding guy right there. looked the a hell of a lot like me. We're
1: starting here today. I feel like I'm in school right now. We're starting class today at uh, December used car prices. We're going to look at used car prices. Then we're going to talk about new car inventory because we have the updated market day supply as well. Pops, the headline here. Let's actually, we'll, we'll bury the lead a little bit. We've got data both from Mannheim and from BlackBook. Look at this Mannheim used vehicle value chart. This is unbelievable. Used vehicle prices obviously went up again last week and so far in December are up as well.
0: Yeah, it's kind of kind of scary the uh, the way that that chart looks. Um, it, I'd feel a little better if there was a little bit of a downward trend to it, but um, there doesn't really appear to be one. And let's look at from Black Book
1: again. Purple line. We've done this a few times now. Purple line is twenty twenty one. Orange is twenty twenty. Blue is 2019 and uh, the brownish goldish color, kind of like a gold's yellow mustard, uh, spicy brown mustard, 2009. If you're on the podcast listening to this after the fact, just visualize. This chart shows week over week. Each dot represents what the variability of price was week over week. So for example... The second week of this year of 2021 used car prices actually went down a little bit that red line right there that would be in neutral that means the price didn't go that, up
0: so now. the red line the red line is Switzerland the red line is Switzerland okay we
1: hit an all-time record dad used car wholesale used car prices are now up 50 50 zero percent since the beginning of 2021 and we ended last year for for context here we ended last year up about 10 to 15% in terms of what used car prices were. We're up 65% in the past (laughs) few years on used car prices.
0: Damn.
1: Damn. What standard is
0: standard and pours up that much?
1: Um, Nothing is up that much. (laughs) Like that's insane. It's, it's and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, have cars ever appreciated? Like literally in your, in your lifetime, have used cars ever appreciated?
0: uh, There have been times, but not, not, to this degree, um, and and just between you and I, I, I I got a phone call from our dear friend Chip, yeah, and he's and he's like, when's it gonna end? He says <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gonna talk about that because
0: we've got yeah. new car supply data. We're gonna talk. Yeah, about. because because he says he said we're making more money as stores than we've ever made, selling fewer cars at higher profit margins. He said it's just. It's absolutely insane. And I keep buying cars at higher and higher prices. And, and he's been told that he used to go as much as 105 to 106% of, um, of V auto pricing, 105 to hundred, which, and then he says, which means when we sell it, we're asking 110 to 112% of, of V auto Um Typically, in the past, when when you were buying the car, you were looking to buy it at about ninety-two to ninety-five percent of v auto retail uh, or the auto wholesale, not not one hundred and five percent of it. Um, and and he says, and we just can't get enough cars. And 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 literally, he called me last night. He says, "When's it, you're you're the experts? When's it coming to an end?" And I said, "Everything we see indicates it's not."
1: Yeah, so let's let's look at this. Let's talk about segments of vehicles that are experiencing the most price variability. Space always love having God it. bless him. House, yeah, seriously, thank you, Mario. Thanks for being here. Going to look at two things here really quick. First, this tweet that I saw: Dad, average used car price in the U.S. December 2012, twenty-two thousand three hundred ninety-four dollars. December 2021,
0: twenty-nine thousand nine hundred thirty-eight dollars. I don't. Know well, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Hmm. Go back to December of 2019. Which was the last quasi-normal year we've seen. And it was only 21,000. E- and even if you go back to last year, it was only 22,700. I mean, totally. there, is, there are no other years on that tweet that show any type of <laughs> increase like this.
1: So it's worth mentioning here, retail prices are trailing wholesale prices. So retail used car prices are not up 51% this year. They're only up thirty, three to thirty-five percent so far this is Only a silver lining, a little bit yeah. of a silver lining. Yeah.
0: Also, or 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 it's uh, it it's it's letting you know that well, retail prices haven't topped out yet either.
1: Yeah, actually, that's because we've talked about this a lot, Dad. And let's let's put ourselves in chip shoes here for a moment. Also, just. Baird's mentioning the, the weekly increase went up a little bit to 0.41%. We're going to break down the segments here, trucks, fans, cars. We're going to do that in just a moment here. But let's put ourselves in Chip's shoes. So Chip buys cars for a dealership group. What's yes. going to happen when wholesale prices start to decline? And all of the cars that Chip had bought at auction that are now no longer worth as much at auction, Like, what are they going to do? They're um, likely going to sit on them for a little bit and see if a retail customer is going to pay the asking price that they have on them. So oh, absolutely. And
0: then if, if that doesn't happen, then then they'll start marking it down, and uh, and and they'll take whatever they can get. Um, but it's it's like he was telling me what he was paying from. Have... Oh, you got to read it out
1: loud for the podcast, folks. That oh, this insanity. is this
0: is insanity. I had a friend who purchased an Audi R8 at MSRP, but was given a price at another dealership. 218,000 versus the 148,000 MSRP price range price tag. Yeah, that is insanity. And, your,
1: your and Audi R8 just appreciated $60,000. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, more 70. Math guy. Or I don't know, uh, quite a bit, <laughs> quite a bit, but but it
1: was seventy. It was 70. yeah.
0: But but Chip's point, Chip's point is that um, he's he's paying so much more for vehicles today than he paid a year ago for them, and yet they don't seem to have any difficulties selling them. And then other people he knows that are independent used car lots they're buying cars and then wholesaling them to other dealers or taking them to the auctions. And they're making more there than they could if they actually tried to retail them on their own lots. Um, So these, some of these guys with really deep pockets have figured out ways that they can make money and they don't need a retail customer. Okay. They don't have to worry about servicing the car because there was some kind of issue. Um, It's, He's he you know, I mean, he's been doing this a long time, not quite as long as I have, but a long time. And, yep. and he he can't get over what he's seeing on a daily basis. Um, Absolutely. You know, the, the fact that 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 all their dealerships are making more money selling fewer cars. Yep. Um, it's it's just astonishing. We got Juan
1: E in the chat saying, Zach, check this out. The suspense, it's killing me. We'll come back to that in just a moment. Pops, let's take a quick peek here. All gains are not equal. Week over week, again, used car prices on the wholesale market went up four-tenths of a point. The truck and SUV segment went up half of a point. The car segment went up a quarter of a point. Let's break this down. And again, if you want to follow along, join YAA.com. Just click on resources. Go to the blog. Pops, compact vans. Compact vans, And we put the list here. That's your Ford Transit Connect, your Mercedes-Benz yeah. Metris, your Ram Pro Master City, and your Nissan NV200. Appreciated yeah. week over week, over 2.5%. 2.5% and and,
0: in a week. And, and if I remember correctly, I believe they have increased in value 40 like to, 42 40. out of the last 44 weeks. I, I You know, that is... Um, I I keep saying that that's not sustainable, but obviously I'm wrong.
1: You're (laughs) very wrong. Compact crossovers, subcompact crossovers, and subcompact luxury crossovers, and compact luxury crossovers, all up over eight-tenths of a point as well. The movement we're seeing in this particular uh, class of vehicle, really, 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 really strong versus dad. And we'll look at this too from Mannheim here. Mannheim data also shows that van prices are just out of whack. I mean, yes. there Mannheim says van prices year over year are up 57%, which we know we've seen data on that, uh, you know, all throughout this year, car prices. Dad, let's look at the car segment. It's the first time in months that we've seen compact cars actually depreciate. Yes. At auction. They went down uh 0.15% of a point, uh, which is good, like that's what cars should do. But near luxury cars and prestige luxury cars led the pack there, up over half a point week over week for both of them as
0: well. Which which would indicate to me that that on the retail side we'll, we'll continue to see retail prices go up for um, the near term.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So
0: what what's going to change
1: this dynamic? Well, automakers need to make enough new cars to resupply the market, people that are in leased vehicles, instead of just owning them and, and buying them out for themselves, they need to return them to dealerships. Why would they do that? Well, when they can actually buy a new car at a reasonable price. So everything comes back to supply of new vehicles, right? Dad? Well,
0: and and that was one of Chip's concerns. He said, we don't see lease returns. We don't get lease returns anymore. It's like lease returns don't exist. Even he said, he said, who in their right mind would turn it back in? you know we know, you, you, we
1: know there are people out there who still aren't aware of this just go on our website and search lease like just don't return a lease if you've got a lease coming due anytime soon. just don't return a lease it's, it's yeah my my god you could
0: your residual value is a good 25 to 35% below its current market value or more and and so that's money that could go into your pocket or i mean wouldn't it be great if, if you could buy anything you wanted or needed at 35% less than what everybody else has to pay for it, that's what buying your lease car is today. You're buying it a 35% discount over what anybody else could buy it for or more.
1: And Peg in the chat, are new cars now considered an investment? Yes. However, manufacturers are catching up. MSRPs are rising left, right, forwards, backwards. We'll touch on that a little bit here as well. So it all comes down to. It all comes down to new car supply. And yes, Yes. I believe you are right. We will be in Phoenix in just a few days, which we are excited about. Let's look at the new car supply situation. We have the latest data for December. Every single month, we update the market day supply data and the new car inventory levels here back on the YAA website. And honestly, we're very close with our, um, our listing search, join YAA.com. We're going to have where you can search for cars. You'll even be able to do some like data analysis from that as well. But we have inventory levels that we update every single month. We still have the inventory levels uh, broken down by state on this page as well. So if you want to see what's going on in any particular state, that's all down here. Thanks to our friends over at 4Eyes. So encourage you. See, it updates in real-time, Dad. Now it's updated for November, which is really, really great. You can see what inventory levels are. So, for example, in North Carolina, fiat inventories are down 95%. What I want to hone in on is actually...
0: Now now there's something to be thankful for.
1: (laughs) What I want to hone in on here is if you come to this page, you can actually access all of the data on this page. We created a Google sheet. So everyone and their brother has access to all the underlying data. So we have the past three months inventory levels and market day's supply for select vehicles, not all OEMs, but for select vehicles. What I thought we'd do, Dad, is paint the picture of what's going on for the market as a whole, which is down here. The total number of new vehicles in inventory for the OEMs that supply data, again, which is like 15 of them here, has decreased by about 11,000 units. The day's supply of inventory has decreased to 17 there were a few standouts in the data, though. I mean, Subaru, of course. We had Mazda now in single digits, Kia now in single digits. The new car supply situation—it's not rosy and sunny like some of the the talking heads are making it sound like from uh, from these different OEMs.
0: Yeah, the <clears throat> excuse me, the the chip uh, situation has has improved slightly, yeah. and the um, lost production has improved slightly, um, where uh, the the new information indicates that there, there are fewer and fewer vehicles that are being lost to production. Um, but the amount of production still hasn't gotten to anywhere near what would be considered reasonable inventory amounts at dealerships, where customers would actually have, I don't know, a choice to make. Uh, over a particular vehicle as far as color, trim levels, and things like that, because there's enough vehicles in stock to make that choice. And and we're nowhere near that at this point in time.
1: Oh, 100%. And and quite frankly, we've had a lot of really good news come out, but also this was on Automotive News this morning, updated six hours ago. Toyota halts output at two Japan plants due to supply shortage. The three-day suspension is likely to mean a production fall of about 35 Hundred vehicles. So for all the good news that we have seen over the past few weeks, we all know that the road back to, uh, you know, supply chains being mended and inventory levels being, you know, healthy there's a couple of things that are going to happen. That road's going to be full of potholes. Some are going to be supply chain related, not having uh, enough enough components to produce vehicles. Others are going to be business decisions that are being made. How many times do we have to keep talking about different executives from different uh, OEMs saying, we like this new undersupplied market. It allows us to artificially increase our prices. So you're going to have pushback on this path back to inventory levels that actually allow consumers to, I don't know, buy cars at a reasonable price. There's still going to be issues in production. Yeah, not rosy, and there's going to be all these really, you know, well-paid people in boardrooms saying, "Wait, I like making more money. Why would we ever go back to the way we were before?"
0: Yeah, and and they're also going to be able to uh, to uh, increase the MSRP's on these vehicles uh, because they realize that that the uh, buyers out there. Um, are willing to pay it. When only 16% of people surveyed that were looking at cars have said they will stay out of the market until prices come back down, that means the vast majority, 84% of the people who might consider buying a car, don't care that they have to pay considerably more than they have in the past. And that used car uh, uh, asking price tweet Earlier indicates how much substantially more is, um, and and for whatever reason, people have accepted it. Um, they've they've grown, they're growing accustomed to it, and now the manufacturers will use that knowledge and that information that they have to artificially increase the MSRP's of these vehicles, which means that the invoice costs to the dealers are going to go up. Okay, the MSRPs are going to go up and the dealers are going to ask MSRP or more like they've been doing and continue to make profits at a record level.
1: So a few ways that this is actually being fueled and how this can happen. People don't pay cash for cars. We all know that. Most people finance them. I think uh, someone on on yesterday's show made it clear. It was like 86% of people finance their car purchase. You sent me this data, Dad. I'm going to pull it up on the screen. The lending institutions are allowing this to happen. Like, Let's be very clear. This is data. Average monthly payment above $600 on new vehicle loads. This is for new vehicles not used, but it's a pretty good proxy for what's happening in the used car market. Q3 of 2020, Q2 of 2021, and Q3 of 2021 so we've got a year ago and we've got last quarter the average loan amount financed on a new vehicle right now is $37,600 a year ago for the same period of time it was $3,000 less okay let that sink in for a moment the average monthly payment on a loan right now is $615 for a new car a year ago for the same quarter it was i'm not good at math dad what's that
0: $60 less 50 50 well th- $35 it's 35 to get to 600. And then, you and then 15. And then you. $50, $50 yeah. less a year Thanks for having my back. Yeah. Interest
1: rates continuing to go down 4.06% versus 4.23%. And we've got average loan term amounts staying about the same year over year. Average loan credit score staying about the same as well. So, so long as people can borrow money, Dad, they're going to keep borrowing money. And the average loan term, I wouldn't be surprised if that continues to go up into the future. Oh, it's, it's going to entry. have to
0: go up. It's, I mean, it's the only way that allows the payments to be affordable. If, if, if the same amount financed was at 60 months, how much more would that payment would be, what, closer to $700? So, yes, the terms are going to continue to get longer. Uh, according to CHIP. A lot of their banks are willing to finance up to 150 percent of MSRP, 150 percent. Okay, so if Don't a car the has money. an MSRP, money. Yeah, if if a if a, a car has an MSRP of fifty thousand dollars, the bank will finance up to seventy five thousand dollars. Well, that that is that is pure insanity because at a certain point things will stabilize there will be a downturn in the economy there will be some type of crash and people will be so buried in their current vehicles that they'll do what they did to the houses in in the in the great recession of 2008-2009 where they were so underwater they just walked away from them and people will do the same with their vehicles because they will be thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars upside down. And they'll what's get the point it. of what's the point of paying?
1: And they'll get into new EVs that have government subsidies associated yeah. with them to get yeah. them into EVs. Like it's actually pretty clear that that's I don't know. If I I'm not a betting man, although we will be in Vegas next week. Can't wait to do the show from Vegas. That'll be fun. Are, Are we, we doing
0: it? the show from Vegas?
1: I thought we were gonna do it poolside.
0: Oh, we can. It'll be 9 o'clock in the morning,
1: Vegas time. I'll get you a mimosa. I'll have a mimosa. We'll do it from the pool. But yeah, I I'm got, not a I, betting man. But that,
0: I, I, I better pack a bathing suit.
1: It <laughs> could be our most viewed stream of all time. I am not a betting man, but I feel like what you just described is pretty accurate as to what's going to happen. And then think about it. We, we filmed a video yesterday. It's going to be coming out later this week, but I'll, I'll pull it up on the screen here briefly. You added it up, Dad. How much money is currently being invested into the future of electric vehicles? I'll pull it up on the screen here, but but I think you were the one that that added it up. Here it is. OEM EV Investments and Roadmap to Electrification. What was uh, it? it was $300 uh, three, billion? Three, $316 billion. Of, of money that's already been committed just through 2025 and 2030 by all the different OEMs. If you're curious to know how they're all planned to go electric, we wrote this very long, very in-depth piece on it there's too much money wrapped up in the EV space. Everyone's going to be like, those will be relatively cheap relative to their ice counterparts. And there's going to be government money tied to it as well. Like I think you hit the nail on the head Dad. that's, what's going to end up kind of forcing our hand into this type of car price correction that I, we, I see. In the we
0: need, we here's what we need to do. If, if we were smart and I'm not suggesting for a moment that we are, but if we were no. smart, we would go up and we would any, gas station that is shut down or closed we should we should buy or rent that property and then turn them into charging stations okay because that's the future the future is not gas stations i mean we'll always have gas stations because we'll always have internal combustion engine vehicles uh just not to the degree that we have them today even even if you know, it's just older cars that are 20, 30 years old, people will have them and there'll be gas available for them. But you know, many gas stations should just be converted into charging stations because people are going to need to charge all these electric vehicles. So if we were smart, that's where we would be investing our money. We would, we would be looking to rent or buy shut down gas station properties so we could convert them into charging station properties. And, um, You know, maybe maybe we can make our our name there.
1: George here in the chat, leave the swimsuit at home. The temperature here in Vegas is only in the 60s at best this time of year. We're doing a stream from the pool. Damn it. I want to. make. Yeah.
0: Well, it's supposed to be in the 50s while we're there next week. But but that's okay. You know, maybe we can get one of those those space heaters and they can put it around us.
1: Pops, on the topic of electrification, Biden orders end of gasoline-powered vehicle purchases for federal fleet by 2035. This was a headline that just came out yesterday. We're going completely zero emission uh, across the U.S. fleet uh, by 2027, and then by 2035, no more gas-powered vehicles as a part and, of the And fleet.
0: think about that. I mean, the U.S. government fleet is in excess of 600,000 vehicles we thought it was a big deal when Hertz committed to buy a hundred thousand Teslas. Okay. Well, 600,000 electric vehicles is just, I don't know, six times that. Yeah. And that, that will be huge. Um, so yeah, as, as much as I might hate it or might not care for it because, you know, I have no place to charge a car where I live. Um, so maybe we can find that gas station um, <laughs> it's going to happen it it's not going to it's happening okay it it is happening there's no there's no way to stop it uh, you know it's called progress and those of us as we get older we kind of hate progress we just we just want to progress we don't want anything else to change i think um, yeah i think change
1: is the big piece here but to be clear there's actually like there's so much momentum driving this EV push. A big piece, honestly, being this car price bubble that we're in right now. Like, think about it. All of the production efforts, three hundred and sixty billion dollars, are now being invested towards these EV vehicles. So, I actually I'm starting to think more and more we're not going to see a return to normal supply for the traditional vehicles. We're going to see a return to normal supply through all the EVs. We talked about it earlier this week that many manufacturers or many excuse me auto um, auto executives are also envisioning more direct to consumer sales as well. So I think we're going to look back 10, 15, 20, like my kids, their kids, they're going to read in their history books or in business class. uh, They're going to read about the 2020s and how the COVID pandemic really, really, really progressively changed the auto industry. Like we're living through right now, I think changes. The first dealership started selling cars like 1897. Yes like we're
0: living in yes, an era they, that has they to they operate. started yeah. they they started ripping people off in 18 <laughs> <laughs> and that business model was durable it
1: lasted for over 100 years 125 years that's yeah. a very really durable business model but if you yes yes be, anyway yes
0: and and they've gotten even better at it
1: <sighs> that's for sure let's switch yeah. gears pops
0: really you got to be kidding me
1: you have a lot of jokes that I think you're ready to use as we transition to this story. I'm just going to pull it up on the screen. That is a ad. We're going to remove that. This is from CBS News. We talked about Hertz recently in a video. We also have a viral TikTok. So thank you to everyone who follows us on TikTok. Dozens of customers allege Hertz had them falsely arrested over rental cars reported stolen. Quote, it was just terrifying. We could watch it, Dad, if you'd like, but What was your take on this when you when you read that headline and and listened to the the article?
0: Well, well, the good news is when you rent a car from Hertz, um, you might be renting a car that somewhere along the line Hertz had reported as a stolen vehicle. And even though they got the car back so that they could rent it again, they never informed the local or any authorities that it's no longer considered a stolen vehicle, so you could be pulled over for for driving a stolen vehicle. You could get hurt, in a sense. Um, I, I mean, that's the latest thing. I mean, these these poor people. They they did. They had two people in the in the TV uh, piece, yeah. and uh, I mean, the, the, the guy got pulled over. The, the The cops had their guns trained on him. Okay. And, and he's saying, well, it can't be a stolen vehicle. I've I've got the, the, the rental agreement in the car, in the truck, take a look at it. And, and the cops actually called Hertz to say, well, he's got a valid rental agreement. You need to have a better process. Meanwhile, the guy was scared to death. Um, And then another, another gentleman in Philadelphia, um, you know, he, thank God he was smart enough every time he would call because he told him when he rented this truck, it was going to be a long-term rental. And he told him, well, just call every Monday and let us know that you want to extend it and, and we, we'll put a new credit card charge through. And he saved all those calls. He recorded all the calls. He had receipts from his credit card company that... uh it, it was paid for and yet the cops arrested him in front of his house okay because the truck had been months before reported as stolen um now hurts of course the the customer centric company that they are you gotta um, show both
1: sides of any story dad
0: yes the customer they they say well you know all there's 165 people that have made the this, this claim that that They've been falsely accused of driving in a stolen Hertz vehicle. Um, And they're represented by attorneys. And Hertz's response to this, well, this is just a bunch of attorneys that are patently misleading the courts as to what's happened. Uh, Hertz will never admit that they effed up. They just won't. You know, their customer service is such that they don't care about the customer they don't care if, if they they don't care if if you get stopped because they reported a vehicle stolen and never reported that it was recovered um yeah. it's just it's just pure nonsense so you know if if you're if if you get accused of driving a stolen rental car you've been hurt my friend
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that's good. I like that. I yeah. like that. Um, where was it in here? There was someone in the chat. Jeannie um, same. probably shouldn't buy a car from Hertz either. Same issue. I wouldn't be as concerned about that issue with Hertz if they're selling it. My concern is it's a rental car. And so who knows what's actually reported back on the Carfax, things like that.
0: Yes. Yeah, and, and so much of their rental car fleet is, is late model used cars that they've recently purchased at the auctions because they can't get new cars to add to their fleets. I mean, that's, that's one of the major things we read about comments about Hertz recently is how, yeah. how pathetic um, the quality of the vehicles are that they're renting. Uh, that they're filthy. They're dented. They, they're, they're, they've got issues. Um you know that's because they're buying used cars to put into their rental car fleet. Yeah, and if you didn't hear the story
1: of Kate Klonick, I'm actually just going to pull it up on the screen really quickly, and I'll I'll toss the link in the chat. I I posted this back over on TikTok, which Dad TikTok is insane. I've got fifteen thousand followers; it's, it's nuts. But this story from Kate Klonick right here, two and a half million views. She's a lawyer, and essentially, yes. you don't screw around with a New York City lawyer and not uh, honor your reservation contract going to small claims court, considering a class action suit, all with Hertz, all the momentum they had coming off of that. We're going to buy a hundred thousand Teslas and look, Tom Brady's on our team. So we're going to go win a Super Bowl championship. I feel like a lot of that, if you're an informed consumer, you're realizing, okay, they're they're, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to pass on Hertz.
0: Yeah. Maybe, maybe they, the money that they're spending to have Tom Brady as a spokesperson for their electric vehicles that they're going to be offering maybe they should have taken that money and improved their processes as to how they report cars stolen or recovered uh maybe they should have taken some of that money and put it towards customer service and customer satisfaction and i don't know training their staff into how to keep a customer for life as opposed to having the customer arrested for life (laughs) we'll be back tomorrow noon back
1: here on youtube uh twitch Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn as well. If you're listening to the podcast after the fact, we really appreciate when you leave us reviews. So please do that. We read those. We really appreciate Are we that. on Tinder? We are not on Tinder. I have Hinge. a girlfriend. Still not on Hinge. Still have a girlfriend. Been a, been a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, That's a great thing. It's a great thing. And then what was I going to say? Oh, we're going live tomorrow. Then you're here on Saturday. So the Saturday night stream back on the YAA channel. Check it out there. Um, and, yeah, I'm really looking forward to our trip together, Dad. Next week will be really fun.
0: Yes, it will. And uh, go Cardinals.
1: Oh, Chop says Ray should do stand-up. We're saving that story for tomorrow. So join us tomorrow. He did do stand-up <laughs> once. So you'll have to tune back in <laughs> to learn what
0: happened. Mm, yes, you will. I'm not giving away anything at the moment.
1: Join us again next time, which is probably tomorrow, to get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening.
0: See you soon.